Hey folks, welcome back. This is James Pike. This is Pop Off with James and it's episode two. This episode features Melissa Feaster of Side Piece Show and she's going to interview me so you guys get a bit of an introduction to who I am and what it takes to run an account like this. back this is part two of my podcast so right now melissa's gonna flip the switch and she's gonna interview me so what i want to know how insanely difficult it is to gain a big social media presence look what you have done that's obviously very specific yeah um what made you even get into that wanting to do a below deck account that's actually like a super good question. You know, I've always been such like a like a fangirl, quote unquote. Um, you know, when I was little, I would have like Aaron Carter pictures on my wall. <laughs> you know, like I was always a super fan of like whatever I was really interested in. You know, I have three Lana Del Rey tattoos. I have a Taylor Swift tattoo. Um, oh, you're like die hard, man. Exactly, exactly. And so my friends would always really make fun of me because of this, right? So um, I, I was working in a restaurant, it was right before the pandemic hit. And I was talking to my friend about Lana Del Rey. And they're like, you know, you should start like a Lana Del Rey fan page, like, you know, everything about her, like you talk to her about her so much, like you should have a fan page. And I'm like, no, like, I, I don't know, I'm not really down with that. And then the pandemic hit. And then I had always seen below deck on streaming and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how could that even be a good show? Because it's about like people working. It's so stupid. Right. So I knew about it, didn't watch it, but I gave it a chance. I was laid off, had all this extra time and I got addicted. I watched every season. And then I just took my advice from the girl about the Lana Del Rey uh, fan page. And I just started it. Wait, what was like the first one? That you watched the first blow deck ever Do you uh, remember? So, yeah it was actually the very first i think i started with actually i started with mediterranean that's why i was such a go hard for hannah because she was i started with mediterranean yeah she was yeah. your first chief stew love yeah exactly it's crazy that you got into <laughs> med first and yeah. that's what actually like blew up your love for Below Deck. Cause normally it's like people, you know, the first, the original Below Deck was around for so much longer. Yeah. And that's when people really got hooked. So I love that it was not even the original Below Deck, it was Med with Hannah and Sandy and all them. Yeah. You become obsessed with Below Deck now. You watch <laughs> every season, every everything and you're like okay I'm gonna start this fan page now because I love it so much I don't even know it was kind of off the cuff I just basically uh, came up with this below deck above average like you I'm like a name guy like I like making like clever little names like that like I had a dog named Machete and a a dog (laughs) named Judge Judy because I love Judge Judy so much so and then I just remember like getting like a hundred followers and I called my mom and I'm like mom I have a hundred followers like I'm gonna be so famous like blah 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 and then it was like 500 then a thousand and then you know 1500 and then now I'm almost at 80,000 and I'm like holy like I can't even fathom how many people I've influenced over you know what I mean 
It's insane. Like I, yeah. how, many, how many freaking times have I said to you, the, what's the most difficult part is gaining the audience. Yeah. But why do you were just posting? You weren't even posting stuff about you. Like no one's ever even seen you at when right. you started the social media account. This was nothing but below deck content. It, you know, here and there, I did post uh, like videos of me thanking, you know, at milestones or followers. I would thank people. I would, you know, post random stories with my selfie saying hi, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, for 99%, it was all like the niche of below deck. You see what I do on side piece. I have yeah. these amazing guests, right? And I yeah. have what, half of your following, even with all the content that I post, all the amazing guests. So if anybody knows how difficult it is to get a following on social media, it is me. So yeah. then you have, you're building, you're building, you're building, you're gaining more and more followers. Then yeah. how did the whole, we then need to do it podcast. How did that come about? I don't know if we've talked about it. I never wanted to be like a hungry tiger. Like I never wanted to be like, Hey, I have these people who follow me. Like let's drain them for every penny that they have. I never wanted to be like that. So, I mean, I got offers to like, hawk out this like cream that was like sketchy um which I you know didn't do and you know I had other ideas but you know for me I think what really built my fan base was authenticity right and obviously like the tremendous support I have from cast members like they're always commenting blah 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 um the blogs blah 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 so um right when I ended up getting past like the 50k 60k I thought in my head like hey like I have this audience and a lot of people like re try really really hard to get this audience so for me it was basically I thought it was a door that I couldn't not open I thought it was something that I have to take advantage of, of having an audience you know what I mean totally yeah. Um, because I stalked you for like six months to actually do it. <laughs> yeah, you did. did. Yes. You guys, did we tell you the story? Did we tell them the story? Have we talked about this? Probably, but we can. <laughs> How this guy has this humongous following. And I'm like, I work my balls off to get the following on side piece. My podcast, you already have the following, which is the hardest part. Every day, you guys, I would say to James, why are you not doing a podcast? Every day I would bother, how many times? Every day he's sending you a message. Why aren't you doing a podcast? Why aren't you doing a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And then it was always like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Should I? When I reach 60,000 and then when I reach 65,000 and then when I reach 70 and I'm like, <laughs> okay, you need to freaking just do it. And I hounded it hounded James you guys you don't even know for how many months to yeah. start this thing and now are you so happy you're doing it oh yeah I'm so happy and I'm so thankful that you believed in me and that you were there because you know you don't really want anything from me you're just an awesome person who just is supportive and who wants other people to succeed so I really appreciate that um, and Thank you for that. That was so nice. 
You are so nice. I really appreciate it. Seeing your beautiful face is all I want. Oh, there is something else I was going to say. I forget now. Uh, Oh, yeah, I remember why I was so apprehensive, like, to start a podcast is because, you know, Below Deck, it's such a niche, right? It's such a niche. And my uh, page is all about Below Deck. Like, there's hardly anything about me. So I am, have social anxiety. I am nervous. I have blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking in my head, they like what I post, but will they like me? You know what I mean? So that's what was my apprehension. I mean, that totally makes sense. Listen, I mean, it's, it's a lot different to have a social media page where you post stuff about other things, as opposed to your face is in the camera. And you're talking to the audience, to someone that you're interviewing. It is, it's, it's, I feel my personal opinion is that people think that doing a podcast is easy and it is, let me tell you, and I know you're getting a sense of it because the, I mean, I was with you from the get go. I mean, whether, whether coming up with a name, logos like how do you start where do you throw it like how do you get it out there like yeah you're so and that's based that's not even when you're getting to guests then it's like coming up with questions the editing I mean there's so much to it and now you're seeing it but I mean I feel like already you already had your first guest how did it go Okay, so before I answer that question, I want to interject one thing, okay? I want to tell you a funny story, okay? So I'm, I I think I'm funny, right? So this one time, I took this selfie that I thought was like really good, like, damn, like you're looking good, blah, blah, blah. So I posted it on Below Deck Above Average, and I was like, hey, guys, like, there's this guy, James Pike, he's going to be the new captain of the new franchise of Below Deck uh he likes this and I made up like this character right and then and then I posted it and then oh my god people were so mean they were like look at those lips they were of course like, because that's what they do exactly and they were like oh like what's with that tan like that looks terrible like blah 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 so because I put myself out there and I I made that situation. I was prepared for that. So it didn't really hurt my feelings, but I just right. thought it was, I think it was a funny story to tell. I mean, they will say anything hiding yeah. behind their, you know, computer and just blasting off, but that's what they do. Like that yeah. people, there's definitely more, I feel like negative stuff that is said than positive stuff. I mean, yeah. somebody said one time, obviously this is not naturally blonde, yeah. And I hadn't freaking gotten my hair done in a little bit, God forbid. And so my roots were showing a little bit. And someone was like, why did you paint a black streak going down the center of your head? And I'm like, I mean. Does that make sense, right? Like They just like, there's no rhyme or reason. That's good, though, that you did post it. You were prepared for it and it didn't turn you off. So that's good. And by the way, even on your page, I'm sure you saw people that like on something you post will say something mean or nasty about just a post. Do you remember um, season two of of um, Sailing Yacht? And then there was that like Barry guy, uh, charter guest, and he was like really hated. Me and him kind of got into it on Instagram. He like went 
like deep dived into my Facebook and my Instagram and found pictures of when I was like really, really overweight and like progress pictures and stuff. And he like posted it all over the internet. And he was like, look at this fat, you know, pig, like all this, like all because I was like, like, oh, like he's, you know, like a bad charter guest, blah, blah, blah. He like took that personally and like bashed the hell out of me online. So yeah, it's, a very toxic place sometimes yeah people sure. will hit below the belt because they don't have to look you in the eye when they do it right, right? Totally. they there's no there's no humanity there you know so but yeah back to the podcast sorry what was the question like you yeah. said like I have anxiety like social situation this is what is going to make all that lessen you're going to get more confidence you're going to be doing these interviews and talking to people and having great conversation. And you're going to be crushing these interviews. You already had your first one who speaking of people that, you know, are not very liked. So who was your first guest? Oh my God, Melissa. Oh, like, so I had chef Ryan McCowan. He reached out to me. And if I remember correctly, he's like, yo, like, let's do a live. Like, let's, I want to like go off, blah, blah, blah. I have all this stuff to say. Like, let's do it on your page. And then I was just like, hey, like I'm doing a podcast. Do you want to be the first guest? Like you should come on. Right? This is the chef from uh, Down Under. Yeah. Australia, yeah. yeah. So for me, like this being like a stranger, this being someone who's on TV, this one, this guy who's like tells off people in my head, I'm thinking, Oh my God, like if I, this guy's going to roast me, Oh my God, this guy's going to you know, tell me off this guy's this blah, blah, blah. So that heightened my social anxiety to like a thousand. Right. So right before the interview, I was like, Oh, like, there's a train station by my house, so I can't film. Um, <laughs> I can't film um, in my living room. It's a studio apartment, so I'm gonna, we're just going to do audio. I have to go into my bathroom so we don't pick up the train. He's like, okay. Because um, I thought, like, you know, like, I can nervously, like, walk around. I That's could- why you were like, do you yeah. want to come on? Do you want to come on and do it with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so the interview went well, and, but like, I, I was nervous and I, I, when I'm nervous, like I, I nervous laugh. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like people who don't know me don't really understand. Right. So right. after that interview posted and he ripped Asia to shreds in that interview, oh my God, it like, everyone was like, who's that guy in the podcast interviewing him? Like, why are they giving him this platform? He's toxic, tagging Bravo, tagging the production company. Um, They were saying like, oh, is the interviewer and Ryan dating? Like, what? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? And then you'll hear it all. Yeah. And like, I won't name names. There's someone, a cast member who I... You know, I understand that I'm a fan account. I understand that I serve a purpose for them and they serve a purpose for me. I understand like I'm not like friends with most of them. You know what I mean? But there's one cast member that I felt, you know, some actions that happened between us and the length of us talking and blah, blah, blah. I, I felt like 
there were, you know, not necessarily were friends, but I thought that there was, we we're more than just you guys are cool. Yeah, on, exactly. On the, got it. And they are really good friends with Asia. And I, first, I reached out to Asia before the podcast was posted, but she's not following me, so it probably went to like some random inbox. And I yeah. don't fault her for that. Plus, like nobody needs to message me back. But then I messaged like her good friend and I was just like, hey, like, you know, like, I hope you don't dislike me now because of this, like there's some backlash, blah, blah, blah. And then they left me on red. And then I like I waited a couple of days and then I messaged them again and then they read the message again and then left me on red again. And then it's not a big deal. Like there's a lot of things going on in their life right now, which is like understandable, but it's like if I don't know, it kind of got me in my feelings a little bit. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that, listen, it's tough. I'm telling you though, you're not going to please everyone doing this because yeah. I've said this a hundred times to people because I get other guests that have, like, have been on. They're mad that I have someone else on that they're not friends with. It's bravo. Everybody hates each other. If I yeah. didn't interview somebody that didn't have beef with somebody else, I would have zero guests. I've literally gotten people just going off on me. How could you have this person on? You know, I'm not friends with them. How, yeah. how could you have them on? They said this about me. Did you see they said this about me? You're not Nutella. You're not going to please everybody. So like, it's yeah. just, it's, it was tough at first. And now I'm like, listen, you can't shoot the messenger. Mm-hmm. Those are not the words I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not talking shit about somebody. I'm asking you questions, but I'm not the one saying those things. So if you want to be mad at the messenger, that's your problem. That's not mine. I think what the problem with that was in my case specifically was I had, I've now cut this from the podcast because of the backlash, but he had brought up that he talks to everyone from the show and that everyone doesn't like her voice. And then he went, oh, or something like that. And then I nervous laughed, right? So it looked like I was like agreeing with him or something, right? right? And then I brought, like, I regret this, right? But I brought up the fact when she was on a season, when she, you know, was pooing and she pulled the poo out of her butt with her fingers (laughs) or something. I brought that up. Why would you say that on television if you didn't want people to laugh about it? I thought it was funny. I thought it was weird. It's what makes her her. That's why I love her. So I think people were like taking me saying that as me having something against her when I absolutely don't. I actually like, she's one of my favorite people on the show. Like she's awesome. So if I were to do it again, I would draw a line in the sand from what he's saying to what it looks like I'm agreeing with. Well, at the same time too, that's why we have editing, right? Yeah. Like, let him say what he wants to say. And if there's anything that you're not a fan of, it's yeah. the gift of editing. You just take exactly. it out. And by the yeah. way, like you have to figure out what am I doing? What, what am I trying to do here? Because I have been in the mode of, do I not give a shit? And I post it all, no matter who might be offended. Yeah. Or do I literally, which I've still done a year later, which is not easy with these Bravo people. Um, maybe I'll keep it in, but I won't like focus. Like I won't make a quote about it or an audio. Like I won't, I won't bring light to it 
it'll be in there if you actually listen. But unless you don't listen, you won't know. You have to go into it knowing you're not going to please everybody. Especially when you have these Bravo people that all hate each other. Just got to do you. Mm. And people will see, I'm just being an interviewer. If you want to be mad at me for it, be mad at me. Like, what do you want? Exactly. And um, I also wanted to add that I was thinking in my head. So all these people like don't like Ryan, you know, he, you know, self-proclaimed the most hated chef. He's this and that people, you know, rightfully so have a lot of things to say about him. And I thought in my head, why was I not more turned off by him? Like, I think he's dope, right? And then I remembered, okay, he kind of reminds me of one of like my toxic exes, you know what I mean? Like that (laughs) energy, that like the unexpected, like may lash out, like toxic, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's what it reminded me of. So I thought that was hilarious. But But, um, there's going to be a lot of people too, that aren't like the best people. And it's like, you, like you still want, if they're a part of a show that you are doing a podcast about, like I had Danielle Staub on. Did you end up posting the interview yet or no? Not yet. You're not doing a reality TV show where some other producer and some other editor is in control. Like it's yours. You do whatever the hell you want with it. That's so true. Um, and you know, <clears throat> if I become half of this good as an interviewer, as you on your side piece podcast, oh. like I will have accomplished something, um, you know, it, you're just, I just love, love, love your podcast. And it's like something that I like strive to kind of emulate in a way do you know what I mean oh my god I love yeah. you that I really appreciate because it's still crazy to me that I anybody listens and how's your um strip with Melissa going it's just like trying to juggle it all right like it's, yeah it, it's a lot you know I have a four-year-old I have a three-year-old so you know two kids under four I have strip with Melissa and trying to keep it you know and everyone all day long like it's just yeah. like all these clients and they want to talk all day long and then it's the podcast and it's like sometimes with these guests it's like you never know you're gonna get any and then all of a sudden you get like three and they want to come on like now and then yeah I mean you the time it takes to figure out questions and get ready for it and the prep and blah 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 blah. catch up on episodes and totally exactly you want to know what you're talking about like when they say something I want to be like oh I remember that scene that moment whatever so yeah. it's, listen, everything, thank God. I like, I'm so thankful for everything. I'm so thankful that I, you know, became a certified nutritionist. It's just trying to juggle it all. I like that the, the connection that we have, I think it really is based in the fact that our selflessness and the wow. fact that if I, if I'm having a come up, I'm bringing people around me up as well. You know what right. I mean? I think that's your mentality as well. Like, it's not like, get out of my way. I'm going to step on you so I can right. get higher. Totally. It's like, here's a life best, you know, come up with me. Right. I'm going to help you. I mean, that's, yeah. listen, you know, that's how we, we wouldn't be doing this if that's not how we both were. 
right? Yeah. I mean, that's why I was so on you about doing this because I knew yeah. you could rock it. You've already done so much with your social media. I knew I could help you in every way because I had already been doing a podcast. So yeah. like, there's nothing that I don't, I want all the success for you that, and you're going to get it. Um, and I think you're amazing. And again, neither one of us would be having this conversation right now if we didn't have the mutual love and care and selflessness for each other and just as yeah. nice, genuine, real people. So yes, I love it's you. Hard to find, it's hard to find people like you. So I it's very hard. It's yeah. super hard, especially when everyone's so competitive and everyone's trying to get this person and this person and build this and build this. Nobody is in like, I'll help you just because I want to help you business. It's yeah. like, I'll help you, but what am I going to get in return? Right. Exactly. That's not yeah. how I roll. That's not how you roll. And that's why we are us and doing this together, baby. Flash forward, let's say 10 years and me and you are on the real housewives of, of California or something. And, and they allow men on there now. And how about flash forward like six months? Let's just okay. make this shit happen now. I'm ready. Exactly. I'm ready yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I have to I love go. You. Love you. I love you. I love you. Love I love you. This is a good interview. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> love, you. love you. Bye. 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 Bye.